This is Monocle on Design Extra. It's a short show to accompany our weekly long-form programme where we unpack everything from architecture and craft to furniture and fashion. I'm Maylie Evans. Now, how do you update traditional methods of celebration like fireworks, balloons or drones and confetti? It's a question that Studio Rosegarda have answered with their latest project, Spark. Inspired by the magical light of fireflies, studio founder Dan Rosegarda has created a festive alternative. To find out more, Monocle's Tamsin Howard caught up with the Dutch artist when Spark touched down at London's National Maritime Museum. The team at Studio Rosegarda aim to transform experiences of urban environments, inspire imaginative ways of thinking and address world problems like the climate crisis. They say that clean air, clean water, clean energy and clean space are their values and their projects often incorporate light to communicate their ideas. Dan Rosegarda describes the first flicker of his idea for a sustainable alternative to fireworks called Spark after talking to some of his students. Uh, I'm a design professor, and uh, two years ago, my students came to me and say, our, our future world is frozen. We're inheriting all the global challenges, climate change, uh, air pollution, uh, space junk, but we're not getting the toolkit to fix them. And I think that sort of really resonated with me. It, was, it, it got under my skin, right? All the good stuff is being banned. Yeah? Hummers, <laughs> meat, airplanes, uh, for good reasons, don't get me wrong. But at the same time, we need to celebrate and we need to be together and, and also introduce the notion of joy and wonder. And so I started to think about that. And, and traditional firework is, is prohibited in many, many cities around the world. It gives an increase in air pollution 10 times. All the dogs go crazy because of the sound. People damage their eyes, etc. So I understand why they're doing that. But, but can we keep the tradition, but modernize it, give it an update? So two years later, we're here in London. <laughs> spark, um, which actually came from that drive. The technology and the design are intertwined and what came first? Was it the design or was it the technology? Well, the notion of, of organic fireworks starts to kick in. Eh? Like how can we make something which is biodegradable, which is somehow feeding the city and not harming it. And so we did hundreds of tests in our backyard in Rotterdam eh, with the team of designers and engineers. The early prototypes, which incorporated balloons and confetti, were trialled and then discarded, until they started working with bubbles which, when viewed at night, took on an otherworldly form. What are we looking at? Like, so so you, you don't understand it anymore, it, it, it moved beyond the material. So what you're seeing being set up right now is actually yeah, a system of floatables, of bubbles, uh, that we can uh, control uh, their, their positions through the, through the huge park. Um, a system of, of light, smart light system, which makes sure that the light is reflected and absorbs in these sparks. And that creates a sort of cloud formation of 50 by 30 by 50 meters. These silent, biodegradable lights captivated onlookers in Bilbao's Central Park in June of this year. Um, the wind makes it always changing and uh, we can play with the color and the, and the motion. But yeah, I think it really creates the magic of, of like a fireplace, right? You keep on looking. And that's what we noticed when it was in Bilbao for the first time in a public park. Um, people come and they stay. Well, there's definitely a notion of wonder and awe that you look at it, you don't really understand what you're looking at. 
coming together of, of wonder. And for some, there are fireflies, others, there are aliens trying to kidnap us or, you know, like sparks from a fireplace or, you know, everybody has his or her own interpretation. And maybe that, that's the good thing. A lot of your works are designed to be experienced at night time. Mm. What's so special about the night, do you think? What is that magical quality? The night makes you feel you're part of something bigger. Because it, 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 it brings you a little out of balance. Eh? You're immersed, you're out of control. So you have to really be aware, who am I? What defines me? What do I want? What's my position? What's my role? What's my right? And, and to sort of bring back light in a curated way is, is, is really a sort of juncture position of, of those different values. And, and it shines a light on you. You know, I'm, I'm, light is my language, right? Light is not decoration, but activation. It's the contrast, it's, it's the position you, it forces you to make that, that we're not um, passengers, but we're crew on this planet Earth. And we have a sort of role and yeah, maybe we shouldn't be so scared, but more curious. So we celebrate the darkness, but of course we also celebrate the light. The designer hasn't chosen just any public space for the second installation of Spark. During the Victorian period, Firework celebrations would often be held on nearby Blackheath, and a little further down the Thames, the Royal Laboratory in Woolwich, set up in 1695, which was used for the storage and ordnance of fireworks. They were then used for coronations, celebrations of peace treaties and royal jubilees. The studio's installation follows and reinvents this tradition. A large part of Spark comes from that desire to uh, update traditions for a new generation, to bring some hope and optimism. These are historical grounds, eh? and, and may, if you know, the, the lords did huge firework shows right at the river. Um, but the problem was, and they did it for their own glory, is that it was uh, like most of it was burning or, or powder, and then pieces of it would fall on the, on the roofs of the normal people, quote unquote, which were mostly uh, hay or wood, would burn all to the ground. So they, all these people got really upset. And so in this area, actually, they were experimenting with new ways of fireworks. So be back here uh, with Spark in London, I feel we're sort of part of, of that tradition. And that's, that's I think, really um, beautiful for, for, for me yeah, as, as a designer. The Dutch artist tells me he's not interested in awareness or raising awareness anymore. Instead, he sees art as an activator. His work is solution-based and he believes that investment in design is paramount to future-proofing our world. Art and design offer a way to connect with nature, but also with each other, in reflection and celebration. I think we had a, our 10 years of why, why we should do it. We all know why. We all know we need to change. We all know we can't go on like this. I'm interested in how. How can we make organic fireworks? We need to invest in new ideas to survive. Art for me is an activator and design is an activator to make places where you feel connected with yourself, with each other, with the world around you. Um, so many people are, are, are scared of the future, right? Or completely ignorant. When is the last time you read a sort of positive article about the future? And I think Spark sort of tries to trigger that, that it shows, hey, we can celebrate in a sustainable way. There are all alternatives for ugly drones, traditional fireworks, balloons and confetti, which is horrible microplastic. 
we cannot control nature. We cannot dominate it. Rising sea level, COVID, air pollution. We, we've learned from that. So we, I think if we talk about being future-proof, learning from nature and, and giving it back a place into our daily lives, into our cities, that's the way to go. What would you like people to take away from this experience? The importance of celebrating together, getting rid of the sort of bubble. Your world becomes really small, becomes over curated. Bump into people, you hang out, you talk to somebody. Well, he or she thinks differently. Call it naive, but I believe that's the beauty of public spaces and public art, that you create diversity of thinking and exchange. What if we would use beauty as a strategy to help people to accept change? So that's what Spark is about, that you show, hey, look, look, we can do it in a different way. Okay, it doesn't make huge amounts of sound, right? It's not the flashy, but it's more immersive. It's more silent. It's something you can look at. It's something you have to think about yourself, right? And to sort of be here in London and to sort of show that we can do it in a better way. Um, yeah, that makes me happy. For Monocle in London, I'm Tamsin Howard. And that's all for this week. If you're eager for more design stories, then listen to our full-length programme, Monocle on Design, airing on Tuesdays at 8pm London time. Or, if you prefer print, then pick up a copy of Monocle magazine on all good newsstands now. Today's episode was produced by me, Bailey Evans. Thank you for listening. <laughs>